106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, welcome, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Charlie Grimes, your engineer, Larry Younger, of course, answering phones as he does each week, and Josh Goff joining me today from... Ridgeline Auto Brokers up in Boulder, where they sell used cars as well as Legacy Automotive that does repair as well. So same same business, but we sort of have two different divisions of, if you would. Exactly. Yeah. So we're, we're selling cars out of one place and working on them in Fixing another. Fixing them on the other. There you go. Got it all. <laughs> what is the used car market doing? It's pretty hot right now. I figured it would Prices be. Prices are not, not going, going anywhere, down. by the way. No, no, they're not. They may have kind of stabilized, but, you know. And that's mainly, folks, just because the economy has made them you know interest rates and such has done that it this is still a very high demand low supply Mm -hmm. situation we have going on with used cars that's why the price is still up and if you've looked around on most of the dealer lots uh, there are not there's not a lot of inventory some dealers they'll you know they'll show some inventory and i'll give the guys some kudos i was up at johnson uh, auto plaza the other day and uh, did some swapping around like i told you guys i was going to do on trucks and they had some decent inventory, not a lot of new. Uh, they've done a good job of rounding up used vehicles, so they've got a lot of very uh, clean, late model used cars that look almost like they're brand new. So those guys have done a great job up there. And I'll, I'll give them a plug. Go talk to TJ up at Johnson. Good guy. They take care of me. They do all my fleet stuff. And I've used them for a number of years on on that end of things. And they now can do pretty much all. They've got you know the, the GM and the the Chrysler or the you know the, the Stellantis side I guess is what I should say and got decent inventory although even even he was telling me they just don't have a lot of new vehicles coming in and that's true with every single dealer out there it almost seems like something I want to talk about today almost seems like the the new model and I think this is on purpose I, I think you've seen some of the manufacturers Ford being one of them but the new model for dealers is going to be more of the customer comes in and orders what they want and all the all the uh, dealer does is deliver the car, which, given that's now the case, you wonder what's going to happen to a lot of these palaces, I call them, these car mm-hmm. palaces, where they literally have got you know, this huge facility, huge showroom, all these different offices for, you know, for, for the salesman to have. Uh, you know, they've got a beautiful you know, you know, shop, which that won't change. But then they've got this parking lot where they can park this sea of cars out there that, frankly, I'm not sure they're ever going to have again i could be wrong in that and i hope i am but i'm not sure it's ever going to come back to where some of these guys need the amount of space they have right now it'll be interesting to see how that comes out yeah i think it's going to go back to the way it used to be i mean i know my grandfather would always go to his local ford or chevy dealer and order the car and right. wait two three months or whatever it took but you know and point, and my point being is the, the smaller dealers that don't have those palaces they're going to fare just fine because they don't have the overhead that those other guys have got so keep in mind all of that pavement and parking lots and lighting and so on that a lot of these palaces have 
they're having to pay for all of that. So some of these smaller dealers, and some of them I'm looking at out here on Havana, by the way, there's, you know, these are what I consider to be smaller dealerships. They're doing some remodels and so on, even down across the way here, but they don't have that huge park. But even even looking across, there is a sea of, of asphalt. Mm-hmm. Y- you can see a lot of blacktop on these dealerships just out for me, and these are not huge dealerships that would, that would you know have you know thousands of cars on the lot they may have a hundred or more on the lot at any given time they right now uh, i can look over here to i don't know what's on my left here i don't know what dealer that is honda's in the middle but whatever's on the far left josh they don't have they don't have 10 cars on the lot no they don't and i heard the other day through kind of a backdoor grapevine a lot of these dealers are making their employees park up by the street uh, it's Acura on the left. Okay, so that's Acura on the left. And a lot of the dealers are making their employees park up by the street, making sure the, the vehicles are all nice and clean. So it looks like they have cars for sale, but those are employee vehicles, not units for sale, because they're just trying to make things look active. Mm-hmm. I was in a local dealer in Boulder that uh, they were putting their personal cars inside. There you go. They didn't have inventory. and they There you go. They weren't the same cars as they sell so. which is weird it's like, <laughs> it why weird. are you I mean, again they're doing it just so there's some activity there and i i guess you know i guess i can understand that but i again i don't know that i i don't know i don't know that i would do that kent from novus autoglass up in sterling joining us now kent how are you this morning sir good how are you this morning john how, how is the weather up in your part it's absolutely wonderful. Nice. Clear skies, no wind. It's beautiful. We've got a little bit of cloud cover down here, and it's about 67 degrees or so. So it's not, you know, still not a bad day, but not sunny like what you guys have. Yeah, it's about 80 degrees, and you couldn't ask for anything better. How's the auto glass business? Talk to us about things that are new there. I know you guys keep up. I know we talk weekly, and you guys keep up on all that. But what's new in the auto glass world? Oh, we're just keeping busy as ever. We're... Uh, trying to keep up with the technology on all these new cars and uh, it just keeps it interesting there's a lot of new stuff coming along and it's one thing everybody's starting to do it so gonna i was just going to ask you is and, and this would be for you and josh both is there is there a manufacturer I mean, that's the best way for me to say is there a manufacturer that doesn't have you know, all of the bells and whistles when it comes to blind spot monitoring, lane departure, and so on. Or is that becoming almost a standard on every make and model now? It's pretty much standard for everybody. Every make and model. I mean, they make some cheaper models that don't have some of that technology, but pretty much everybody has some type of technology on these cars. And it's just getting more and more all the time. The newer ones, it just, it's not an option anymore. It's something they're putting on all of them. I was wondering about that, which means for a lot of folks that just, you know, hey, I don't want that. I want to still be able to go down the road and buy an inexpensive windshield that you're, what you're saying is that's not going to happen if you buy a new car. No, that's not going to happen anymore because the more technology, and most of it's mounted to the inside of the windshield. Mm-hmm. So it takes special brackets and special stuff, and, and there's different options for different cars. So there's probably five or six different windshields for each model of car based on what options that car has. So it's just getting higher priced all the time because of that. Mm. Makes sense. Makes sense. And you were telling us a while back, and I can't remember how many there were, but how many windshields for a Ford F-150 right now? Oh, there's probably between 15 and 20 for the new Ford F-150s. And it's all based on what option that pickup has or the logo, non-logo. And it's a challenge to keep up with it just because so many different ones. 
Our question of the day, by the way, is what item should you never skimp on? You guys can call in and give us your answer, 303-477-5600. But, Kent, I will tell folks right up, not just because you're here, but I've learned this over the years myself, you don't skimp on auto glass. No, you don't. Pay the price and get it done correctly. Get a quality part. And now with this technology, make sure they understand what they're working on and make sure they can recalibrate the system on that car once you've changed the windshield. And if you don't, it's... It becomes a huge problem with the car, the car not working right, uh, the cruise control not working. I mean, you make sure you get it done correctly yep. and, and recalibrated correctly. Yeah, I don't think folks really understand how many other systems get tied into what's going on with all of that vehicle assist that's in the windshield itself. And we can get into that in a moment as to what technology they're using, which we probably should. But the, you, you said it all a moment ago. If it doesn't get done properly, the amount of other systems that are affected is huge most people would have no idea that hey i put a windshield in and now such and such doesn't work well yeah because they didn't get all the cameras aligned correctly they didn't reset the system properly and the reality is until that's done a lot of those things won't work that's exactly right and you can't disconnect one and try to make the rest of the car work because they're all tied together josh is over you here the whole system <laughs> that does josh not work laughing at you. Yeah. <laughs> no it doesn't work that way yeah and it's not like the old days where you can unplug something and just keep rolling along is it yeah, those days are gone. Yeah, those days you know, do you not exist. You unplug the camera now, the cruise control don't work, the park assist don't yeah. work, lane departure, yep. and you got lights on your dash flashing. I mean, it's it's you need it done correctly. Yep. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. Jerry, hang tight. We're going to take your call next, and we'll be right back again. Now myself, Josh, and Kent from Novus Auto Glass with us as well. If you got a question, by the way, on Auto Glass, please let us know. Kent will be with us this whole hour, so if you got something, by all means, call in, ask. He'll get that question answered for us. We'll be right back, though. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Kurt Rogers with Affordable Interest Mortgage. You've heard me for the last eight years on KLZ, and today, my senior reverse mortgage manager of over 16 years, David Olson, has important information on reverse mortgages. Thank you, Kurt. I specialize in reverse mortgages, and as a senior of 75 years and owning a reverse mortgage, we face many precarious financial events. Today, we are facing a 40-year high inflation rate. The words inflation and fixed income are not compatible. How do we protect our financial stability in these difficult times? By having access to an increasing home equity line of credit, where your unused portions grow in value. An income stream for life, just like Social Security. Affordable interest mortgage. Just call 720-895-0500. Join me for a free, no-obligation conversation, your table or mine, and learn how a reverse mortgage can help you. That's 720-895-0500. David Olson. Relieve some of your financial stress in these trying times. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA. For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out hiking the trail safely with your dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today 303-708-8050 or check them out LoneTreeVet.com. 
Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. 
By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. All right, we are back. Josh Goff again, Legacy Automotive with us today. Kent from Novus Auto Glass on the horn also, and Jerry from Greeley is up next. Jerry, what's going on? Well, uh, your question of the day about skimping. Yes. Uh, from, from listening to drive radio, you've convinced me that it's a bad idea to skimp on quality oil filters and yep. quality oil. Good one. Um, you are correct, my, Jerry. Okay. My, my question's about uh, an aftermarket automatic transmission dipstick. Uh, I was thinking about adding one to my well, F-150, and um, B&M makes one. I was, I was watching a YouTube video, and it, it looks pretty simple, and uh, I don't see any obvious problems. I just wondered if you had any thoughts on that. Josh, you're an expert on that one. You answer that one. I, I, I have my own thoughts, but you answer it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't either. The, the reason they the reason they went to no dipstick was number one most people didn't know how to check them properly, anyways, and it allowed dirt and some things into the transmission that frankly you know real, reality is once the transmission is full there's really no need to check it unless it leaks because that fluid isn't going in it's not like an engine where the where the oil is being used on a constant basis right. we used to check them in the old days Jerry because everything leaked I mean every pan gasket leaked every seal leaked it was just the way it was we don't have that anymore so unless you've got a leak and you know something's happened on the transmission, there's really no need to check it, honestly. Exactly. Okay, just, just not necessary. Yeah. No, it is not. not necessary anymore. Now, is it still necessary to service it? Absolutely. And that's where the right facility with the scan tool, so they know exactly what they're doing, and they've got the right temperature, and they're putting the right amount of fluid back in and so on. That is a must. But if that's all being done correctly, which I know in your world it would be, there's no need to check it once that's done. Okay, well... That's I wouldn't waste I my money on it. No, I wouldn't Spend waste it on time. something else. Okay, great. Well, thank you, gentlemen. You're very welcome, Jerry. Appreciate it very much. And, and again, that for all of you listening, almost all transmissions. Now, we talked about this at one of the remotes we were on a couple of weeks ago. At the, at the airport. Yeah. yeah, where that's just the way that is. Because A, it's fitment. B, it's the fact most people don't know how to check it properly. It's not level. They're putting too, too much in. I mean, all these different things would happen back in the day. I think the manufacturers finally just figured, you know what? We can eliminate that. We don't need it. We don't need it under the hood. We don't need to make room for it. We don't need space for it. They took it out. Done deal. And, I mean, on the Fords, just an example, they went 220 degrees of transmission fluid temperature. So one that's really hot oil, and usually you have to power break it to get it there. Or a long drive. And that's where you check the level at. So, so if you're not doing you're not, all that, you're not, you're not, not going to have it right anyways. You're never going to have the, it right. So, that's the problem. So don't mess with it. Don't mess with it. Albert in Greeley, you're next as well. Another Greeley call. What's going on, sir? Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good, Albert. I was just curious. I was listening to you guys. A question from the windshield guy. Because uh, i got to change my windshield pretty soon. And I thought of that. And I was wondering about... When they caliber and stuff, do they guarantee that? Because you, you guys are saying done right. So I was curious about it. when they put the windshield and they caliber the all those control all those features. 
do they uh, do they guarantee that? Uh, Kent, I'll let you take right? that. Kent, I'll let you answer that. And by the way, Albert, you're not that far from Kent being in Greeley. And on that, on a highly technical vehicle, I would drive up to Kent and have them do it because they can do it all in-house or not farming it out. And Kent, talk about that for a moment because there's a lot of glass shops that will do the glass repair, but they cannot do the calibration. They're farming that out. Yeah, most of them are. A lot of them are. We do our own work. We just updated all our own equipment. We have the newest Autel recalibration equipment we could buy. And what we do when we bring your car in to change the windshield, first thing we just go go and do and test drive that car and make sure the equipment works, make sure lane departure works and all that equipment. And basically with the windshield, all we're doing is recalibrating the lane departure warning system. So we make sure that works, we change the windshield, we recalibrate the car, and we go and test drive it again. And we will make sure that lane departure system works every time when we're done. And if it doesn't work, then we fix or keep working on it till it does. So, yes, there is kind of a guarantee, but I don't know. It, it's electronics. You know, as long as that camera's hooked to the windshield and the windshield's good, that should continue to work no matter how long it's been. It, once it's all calibrated and, every, and it knows exactly where it's at, Albert. So to, to answer your question, yes, it's guaranteed. And, yes, the guys up at Novus and Sterling, you know, we, you can go to Fort Collins as well. Uh, I, I'm, I think um, I think the folks there have the, have the same same ability that uh, the Kent has. But, you know, you, you Go either way. I don't know which is closer for you to go, but you could do it either way, Albert. Okay, I appreciate your time. Thank You're you. very welcome. No, appreciate it, Albert. Uh, Kent, one thing too that Josh was mentioning during the break, and you couldn't hear us because you're you're on you know you're on the line and and you don't have access to hearing us during the break. We were just talking about when are the manufacturers going to start mandating, or when is the government going to start mandating some of this this technology and, and what's it going to be you know are they going to mandate blind spot monitoring are they going to mandate the the emergency braking are they going to mandate you know lane warning not necessarily lane keep assist because there's a two there's two differences there for folks maybe that don't know that lane keep assist just tell or lane keep assist keeps you back in the lane the lane departure warning tells you when you're getting out of the lane they're not well sometimes they're one and the same if they've got both systems on it but typically you have one or the other, then of course you've got you know backup sensors and all of that as well, Kent. And you know, question Josh and I had is at what point in time do you think the government's going to mandate all of this? I believe 2024, all cars made in the U.S. have to have that kind of a system on it. You know, like the lane departure warning system, backup cameras, uh, blind spot. So it's coming by 2024, I believe. Okay, so those of you that are listening, that's some one of those things to think about it because the other thing too kent is and i don't want to put you on the spot but on average when it comes to these types of windshields what's the average replacement cost if you've got a full lane departure you know warning system all the things we just mentioned what are you looking at by the time you're done with the windshield calibration and so on with a newer vehicle lane departure we're probably looking anywhere on average between 600 to 1500 based on what car it is by the time you change the glass and recalibrate it. So I would suggest to everybody there, make sure you have good insurance on this type of vehicle. Or self-insure it yourself and put that money aside, one of the two. Yeah, and the $300 or $200 windshields are going away. I was going to say, so, so I can't get a windshield for 150 bucks. Come on, Kent. Not anymore. <laughs> and there's so much technology in this car, you've got to do it correctly. Yeah, I agree. You just agree. Don't help. Oh. Agreed. All right, let's go to Mike here, who's also up in Sterling. Mike, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Good, sir. Uh, as far as skimping on things, uh, what's worked best for me is, on tools oh. is 
never buy any cheap stuff. Yep, I agree with that one. And it it may not have to been uh, snap on, you know, but still high quality. Just high quality, yep. high quality everywhere. I agree with you on that one. And nothing uh, worse than a cheap tool. By the way, sometimes cheap tools can be very uh, not not only. Um, uh, dangerous, Mike, but in a lot of cases make the job go much worse. I mean, you know, depending upon the tool you use, how cheap it is, I mean, literally, it can it can even cause harm. It's just not worth it. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've uh, I, I was using a little short extension one time, and the damn thing broke. And, yep. Uh, hurt me pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, not good. Yeah, you yeah again. Yeah, that's one and, of those areas you don't skimp on. Good one, Mike. Yeah, and the other one is. Uh, on uh, replacement parts and yep, Agreed. Uh, you never you, you're never going to be ahead buying the cheapest thing. Agree. I can't, Mike. Yeah. I can't add any of that. Thanks so much for the call. I appreciate it. You, I can't add to that. He is spot on. It can't goes back to even you guys' business. You and I've even talked, you know, in in previous shows, and we've talked, you know, personally about this. That even comes down to in your world, not just the glass, but the urethane and the parts that you're using to put the windshield in, correct? That's correct. Use the right urethane, quality urethane, quality primers, quality tools, you get the job done correctly. So what you're telling me is some of the cheaper places that are out there, because there are, you know, we, we know every business. I don't care whether it's you, whether it's Josh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't care what it is. Me, me coaching. There's always going to be somebody out there that can do something cheaper. But at the end of the day, what are you really getting for that? And on the windshield end of things, what you're telling me is even the urethane itself, there's a difference in quality and how it's installed, how it's cleaned, how it's prepped, all of that, right? That's correct. Interesting. When... Okay, here's another dumb question. I've seen guys fix, you know, over the years, even technicians, which they didn't know at the time probably what they were doing. I think even I've been guilty of this years and years ago until you, until you realized what you were doing. There's a lot of guys that will try to fix different things, air leaks, leaks, and so on, with just regular silicone, bathroom silicone, and so on. That's a huge no-no, right? Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. That doesn't work. I mean, it's an air leak, so it's just got a little... Hole in it, but if it has an air leak or water leak, it wasn't installed correctly, or they didn't use the right products. So I would recommend find someone to change that window, get it fixed correctly by installing it correctly, mm-hmm. and don't use all kinds of uh, hardware products to fix that or silicones, whatever else. The other thing I learned over the years is the silicone is actually hard on the metal, and eventually it'll corrode and cause other problems. So the silicone is not a good answer when you're going on metal, anyways. Period. No, it's not. And you don't want to start the rust process because it just goes downhill yeah. from there. That's a good point. Cart rusting. Great point. All right, guys, we're going to come right back. Don't go anywhere. Again, myself, Kent, from Novus up in uh, Sterling. If you've got a question for Kent, we've had you know a couple already. If you've got anything else you want to ask him, he'll be here till the top of the hour. So please give us a call. We'll get that answer. Drive Radio, 303-477-5600. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. 
We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof. But what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical, heating, and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. No more hopping from one mechanic to another, trying to find a solution for your vehicle's persistent issue. Extreme Auto Repair has a reputation for fixing problems quickly. You bring your Nissan to the dealer because of a rattling noise, they charge you $4,000. You still hear the noise. You bring the same vehicle to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker, where Sean and his team quickly discover a broken bolt in the subframe. A known Nissan failure they've seen many times before. Real stories like this one earn Extreme Auto Repair customers for life. As one woman exclaims in a recent five-star review, thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. The factory-trained technicians at Extreme Auto Repair stay up to date with the manufacturer data for your vehicle's specific make and model for quick and experienced problems. Solving. Fill out the contract form now at klzradio.com extreme. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Myself, Josh Goff from Legacy Automotive up in Boulder, Kent from Novus Auto Glass up in Sterling. And again, if you miss anything that we do here and you want to go back and find it, just go to drive-radio.com or drive-radio.com. 
Jeffinwestern.com. Jeff in Western Montana, what is happening? How's Montana today, by the way? Uh, well, we got some fires around here. We got uh, the Garceau fire, which is about 10 miles west of us. So we're getting a little bit of smoke from that. It's okay. about 4,600 acres. We had the Elmo 2 that's pretty much quiet now. So it's, I mean, warm. It's typical Montana weather with uh, hot temperatures in August and a lot of smoke from fires, both local and far away. So, All right. Um, it's part of, part of living in Part Paris. of living up there, right? Yeah. There you go. All right. Um, I've got a little bit of a wonky question sure. here because sure. uh, on my on my auto insurance, um, we have like like in Colorado, we get a lot of pitting and damage on windshields from uh, road rocks, and so I've kept my 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 uh, collision is high, but I've kept my comprehensive deductible low, a hundred dollars because that means that I get my windshield uh, replaced. Uh, for lower cost to me, and I've been told I have a daughter and a daughter-in-law who have both worked in auto insurance, and they said that comprehensive doesn't count against you um, when they look at uh, insurance rates. It's collision and driving Not in, I mean, against you. They're correct, but they're incorrect. Let me explain. Personally, no, they're not going to look at you had a claim on your comp, and now they're going to raise your rates because of that one claim. Collectively, though, they're wrong. Because the more, you know, the more the insurance company pays out in general, even on even on comp claims, it is going to affect all other insurers inside of not only that company, but most likely it'll affect the algorithm and even affect everybody else's as well. I will tell you, Jeff. I think there's going to be a time in the not too distant future. Kent might know more on this than I, but I can tell you. I think in the not too distant future, you're going to have to have a separate windshield insurance rider policy on your current comp and collision policy and that will carry its own premium all by itself because of the cost of windshields kent do you want to chime in on that and tell me if i'm right or wrong i think you're going to see some of that right now every insurance company treats those claims differently some count a claim as a claim and they count against you some count the windshield as not as a you know they don't count against you so i would strongly suggest check with every company and see what they offer they're all different and i don't i like john i don't have the answer for that and they're all so different yeah the other thing i would do too jeff even in your case is what's the difference in price from what you have now versus if you dropped windshield coverage altogether or went to a much higher deductible which means you're not going to have those claims what does your policy do if you did that and then self-insure it yeah, um, we're with USAA, so comp is pretty minimal for us. Okay. So, uh, so there's not a lot of savings bundled, if so. you drop that or change it, is what you're saying? No, no, not at all. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I've kind of done a cost-benefit analysis, but it was a question when you are talking about the increased price of windshields. I mean, I've noticed that. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, believe me, it, it may not be that way today, Jeff, but it, trust me, it's not going to be in the in the you know not too distant future where this becomes a bigger thing for insurance companies because as as Kent was saying, almost every new vehicle made, and if every new vehicle in 2024 has this, the price of every windshield is going to be you know 1,500 bucks or above. Yeah, and I've I've noticed that on uh, on a 2019 that we've got. So, and and it's all. Um, I'm also wondering about the availability of windshields in general. I mean, I my 2007 Sport Track, I had to wait months in order to get a windshield for that sucker. Well, Kent can answer uh, that one. Kent, what's your thoughts on that? 
we are seeing some of the problems with the parts being hard to get. And part of the problem, I mean, the supply chain is trying to keep up. And the other problem, there's so many different parts per car, they can't keep up with that side of it. Mm. You know, like the Ford pickup we talked about has so many different windshields. Not everybody's keeping up on that supply of those windshields or uh, any other car like that. Got it. And that's part of the problem. Got it. So, so yeah, Jeff, you, yeah, you, you I, could find that very easily, yes. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised. 15 different windshields for one particular model. And by the way, that's one year. I, yeah. <laughs> well, that's true, too. So That's <laughs> not even I going mean, into the different model years. That's one year. And Yeah, I mean, every this, time this is almost time. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kent. Every time they change body styles, that adds more to it. You know, every year, every new body style just adds more and more. Good point. Yeah, this is kind of one uh, time for one, one of those back in the day moments where you know, back in the day, when you know the windshield didn't change between model years for three to five years, so or ten. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the old Chevy windshields that were right around the Kent, that hundred and fifty bucks or so, and you uh, there was a rubber gasket they went in, and it was an easy change out. Yeah, those days are long gone. They're long yeah, gone, well, that and that same Chevy windshield. windshield Go ahead, Kent. That, that Chevy windshield, the Chevy windshield fit the trucks, the pickups, the half tons. It fit all of them, so it's right. easy to keep up. Good that. point. Good point. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Chevy windshield was good in a Buick and a, a Pontiac and yeah, a lot of other ones. So. Yeah, good point. Okay, Jeff, well, thanks. thanks. Great sir. question, by the way. No, that's a great question. I appreciate that. And, and Ken, again, I'm, I'm not trying to scare everybody off by any means, but I I do think that. I do think that you're going to see insurance companies have to address this differently than what they've been. And everyone might be a little bit different along those lines, but I think they're going to have to address it at some point. I think they're starting to. Right now, they don't like the extra expense of this, but they also like the safety features this car has makes you a safer driver, a better driver, and fewer collisions. So they're seeing the benefits in the long run, but they don't like the extra expense up front. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, and Jeff did this. You know, you got to do the cost analysis of you know if you took that off or you didn't have that coverage and you had to replace some of these yourself. How would that work? And again, and I'm not trying to scare everybody into thinking that you know they're going to have big bills on windshields down the road if all this changes on the insurance. What you're going to do is pay for it one way or the other. By the way, you're you're not getting a free windshield. I think that's the other misconception folks have is oh I turned in insurance, it's free. No, it isn't. You paid a premium all year long. There's nothing free about that windshield and. I also know, Kent, from my own, because I don't have windshield coverage on my policy. I take care of all of mine on my own. But I also know that fixing those when you, you know, the, and we need to talk about this, the, the second you get a pit, you've got to get that fixed as soon as possible. Do not delay. The faster you get it fixed, the better the fix is. And frankly, you can let that windshield stay in there for a very long time until it just gets so pitted up you can't see out of it. But really, you can fix those and keep them lasting for a very long time. Yeah, I would recommend fixing every rock chip you get as quick as you can. It works very well, and it's very inexpensive compared to the price of a windshield. Fix everything you can. Yep. All right. Uh, Mike is going to be joining us now from Highlands Ranch. Mike, what's going on, man? Hey, um, John, uh, again, a quick question. I won't keep you. No, you're um, fine. Go ahead. Cruise control. I uh, Is it – it does – it com- – when you're going down uh, down a hill and you have it set and it's it's braking or keeping you from exceeding what the cruise control is set, is that all the injection system 
or do brakes come into play at all in that? Depends on the vehicle. Depends on the vehicle. Ah. Because, and Josh can attest to this, and so can Kent even. If it's got the the adaptive cruise control, it will actually brake for you. If you get too close to a vehicle in front of you or you're starting to go too fast, it will actually apply the brakes and slow down. But you have to have adaptive cruise. Otherwise, yes, it's just you using compression braking. And by the way, cruise control will not downshift the transmission either, typically. I, in fact, I don't know of a vehicle. I haven't driven a new vehicle that will even do that, Mike. If you want to go to a lower gear, you have to do that yourself, even with cruise control and get a little more compression braking because the vehicle will not do that. But on adaptive cruise control yes it will break for you it will stop the car it'll yeah it'll, it'll flat out stop it on a dime if it mm-hmm. has to yeah oh no no i i've got adaptive cruise on this 2020 there you go runner i used to drive around most of the time there you go but in and it's it i get it when i'm approaching the rear end of cars etc what i find interesting is i got nobody in front of me and i'm coming down a hill let's say it's set at 60 it'll stay at 60 is it engaging the brakes and no, I don't think it is then. That case, I no. mean, in that case, I know right. what happens no. with the no. with people in front of you. Yeah, then so it, it's just, just using the fuel injection system. Fuel? Yeah, it's just yeah, it's shutting things down. It's using the compression of the engine to help you slow down. Um, you know, it's it's using the momentum of the vehicle. You know, every vehicle, if you you know let off the, I don't care what vehicle it is, unless you're on a really really steep hill, it's eventually going to slow down to a stop because. The, the centrifugal, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, the physics of this is centrifugal force will just slow you down automatically anyways. And that's typically what they're using. OK, well, I have have gone to aftermarket brakes and happily so on nice. that, in my opinion, on TVs and trucks. Uh, but but I was just curious if my brakes are engaging coming down a hill. And so that answers the question. That's awesome. All right. Thank you, John. No, Mike, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Let's squeeze one more in here before. Our next break. Keith, you're up next, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, John, I've got a question. Back in the 70s, we used to run propane on the old carbureted vehicle. Uh-huh. We farm and ranch. I was wondering, can I put propane on these new fuel-injected deals and still keep multi-fuel? I don't know of any kits that do that. I know there's some natural yeah. gas kits for certain vehicles and when i say certain i mean it is really limited on the engines and their capabilities of what they'll do i don't know of of too many propane conversion kits for late model and you know fuel injected vehicles Hmm. well shot that idea yeah i i just don't i and it was one of those things that tried to take off the natural gas thing has tried to take off and i think the biggest thing that both of them have encountered is is literally just the where do you put the tank? I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's that safety thing that they've had to go through, and you know, where do you store the tank? And then, no offense, but the average person filling them up, it's not as easy as just sticking a, uh, you know, a, a nozzle end in and filling it. As you know, there's more involved. And I, I personally, Keith, I think that's the biggest reason why it never took off. It's clean. It makes the engine last a really, really long time. It's efficient, but they never took off because of those other things. I think. Yeah, right. Me. Right. Like I said, we ran back in the 70s mm-hmm. when we ran carbureted, but we had conversion kit then. Right. Yeah, I remember huh. those. Yeah, no I worked on, some, worked on some of those back in the day. So, yeah, I remember those very well. They had a big regulator and all sorts of things that you had to, had to you know, make sure worked properly and so on to make sure that, that, that conversion worked. The nice thing about those is you could use either or. Right. right. That's what I was hoping that to was do. Nice. Now, so we farm in a ranch, and I can always fill it off the farm tanks out here. No big deal. Right. And, uh Propane's cheaper than gasoline and probably always will be. Yeah, and it's right now it's cheaper than natural gas. That fluctuates, but you know, as you know, it's a supply and demand issue that you know there as well. But right now it is. 
it was 216 when I filled my house tank the other day. So there you go. Uh, yeah, I can make that one. Good. Hey, I got a question for Kent. Go ahead. Hopefully, I can still get a windshield from my 91 Ford Ranger. You should be able to. We put those in all the time, so I think we should be able to get that windshield. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I, I will tell you that, you know, and, and this is something that Kent can do that a lot of other glass shops won't do, Keith, is a lot of the older vehicles, you know, give them some time. They've got to do some some investigating and some, some searching and so on. But, you know, a lot of the older vehicles you can still find some windshields for, although some are easier than others. Right. Yeah, I think the Ford well, Ranger was, yeah, that was pretty popular vehicle, so I think we can still find that one. Uh, Hailstrom got the windshield of my old Heston Swaffer, and I can't find one. So, yeah, that's the reason I asked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah. deal with that kind of stuff, too. So you may have to get one cut for that. Because, obviously, in Sterling, we deal with a lot of hailstorms around the area. And farm equipment. Right. And a lot of farming. Good, equipment, I have to so. remember that. Yeah, yeah, Keith. No, Keith, that. if you need anything on that, call Kent. They can help you out for sure. Well, I sell calves out there anyway, so it's no big deal. Well, there to you go. Sterling. There you go. Easy enough. Perfect. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, Thank Keith. You. Appreciate it. Uh, we will be right back. John, hang tight. And again, Kent will be with us until eleven o'clock. I told Charlie a minute, or Charlie was telling me a minute ago. Most most young people don't know what bottom of the hour and top of the hour is because they don't read the hands on the clock anymore. So I have to change my vocabulary. So Kent will be with us until the end of this hour, until eleven o'clock. So guys, if you get any questions for him, let us know. Three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Myself, Josh, and Kent will be right back. This is Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass 
glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all. You can trust the original Novus Pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to our website, drive-radio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass, a proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right, we are back. Myself, Josh Goff from Legacy Automotive up in Boulder. Kent from Sterling. Novus Auto Glass there as well. John and Cheyenne joining us now. John, welcome. What's going on, sir? All right, so you remember I was having that problem where it wasn't starting my 11 Ram? Yes, and I'd have to wiggle. Well, it got worse to the point where it wouldn't start. So I went underneath it and tapped the solenoid because, you know, okay. I'm that age. Okay. <laughs> and wiggled the wires and then went in and it started. So I was like, all right, it's a starter. Changed out the starter. Did the same thing again. So I had an appointment with my local mechanic up here, my Napa shop that I use. And I brought it in and he diagnosed it that the wireless Ignition the key. module. Yep. 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 What the key goes in. Yep. And, you know, very John, common on that I car. Give you permission to yell at me. Huh? Very, very common on that car. Because he can't program that module. He's saying the only ones that could do that is Chrysler. Is he saying the ignition switch itself is bad or the module that's reading it? The ignition, he says it's a, it's a one-piece yeah, wireless ignition module. We've, huh? uh, we, we've, we've, I mean, I've got a gazillion of those trucks. We've put numerous ones and those in in our fleet shop. I've never had any issue putting one in, John. I don't know why he would. Okay, because he said, oh, he said it had to be programmed at Chrysler after I don't think so. Um, he put it in. I don't believe okay, so. Well, what what, right. what, what so trim next... level is your truck? Uh, sport. Shouldn't be an issue. Okay, because I have the, the sport uh, basically they, has the Laramie type package on it, if I'm not mistaken, or is it the Bighorn package? Okay, I can't well, remember. I have. Okay, when I bought this truck back in 
early 2012 with 4,000 miles on it. They had put an aftermarket alarm on it. Okay. So I don't have the regular fob. I have to use the key. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It has a key set up. Right. And he says that it's worn out. And what the mechanic, he took, he called me, he said, and the aftermarket alarm stopped working. That's why I'll never buy aftermarket. Yeah, but yeah, I never do that. The They're junk. He goes, he goes, I want to troubleshoot this, but the only way I can do it right is let me pull this aftermarket out. And I was like, well, it's not working anyway, so go ahead. And he took it out, and then he troubleshot it. And what happens is when you turn the key all the way, if you push it down, then it starts. Does that make sense? If the key's all the way in the start yes. position and you push yes. down on the key, it's Yes, yes, I know okay. what he means. Yes. So, all right. So he's saying the module. I made an appointment. I need your opinion. Johnson Auto Group. Good guys. That's who does all my fleet work when it comes to warranty stuff. So, yeah, I have no, I have no okay. issues with them. They Okay, they took over the uh, Dodge dealership in Laramie. Yep, they're good guys. Um, the mm-hmm. one. Okay, the one in Cheyenne is horrible. They it used to be a different guy. Deal and Doug bought it, but he never fixed the shop. <laughs> but okay, so that was. I just wanted to check. Yeah, on and by that. the way, I just looked it up. That that is something that he and you know your regular technician could program that very easily. There's nothing fancy about it. It, it literally isn't. He, I'm sure he could do it. But if you got to go to Johnson, okay. go to Johnson. But your guy could do it. It's not that. I just looked it up. It's not uh, that hard. He, he, yeah, he was just uncomfortable, and he's the guy I use all the time. And when I went to the shop to pick it up, and he showed me how to start it, he wouldn't take any money off me. He well, said, if that you know, if John, that's the case, and he doesn't want to, you know, he thinks he's over his head. That's fine. Yeah, Go to Johnson; they can do it. They'll, they'll for them. That's yeah, an easy one. They're doing it all the time. That yeah, was that was that was one of their weak links, by the way. What in the that truck? Dodges? In that truck, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, good to know. So there all you right. go. And then, can I ask you a question? What genius at GM Chevy decided it was a good idea to put that air pump into the 80 Chevy three-quarter ton headers on the... Uh, you'd have to ask the EPA back then that. Yeah. That probably wasn't even a Chevy deal as much as it was the EPA back then. Because that made it so much harder to pull the header off. Oh, yeah. Because you got to get all oh, that yeah. crap out of the oh, way. Oh, those things were awful. <laughs> Yeah, well, I got that. It's only on the one side, though, if, if I notice it. Mm, it should be both on an 80. It'll be on both okay. sides. Uh, I didn't notice it's it. It's got a diverter the valve, one, they call wait. it, that shoves the air to both sides, and that was vacuum-operated. And The whole system was a bunch of junk, just saying. So, yeah, and the new headers don't have it. Don't have the hoses You're on You're in Wyoming. You don't need it anyway, so take all that crap off. Put a shorter belt oh, on it and well, call it yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only other thing, John, with that is uh, one thing for Kent. He's absolutely right about the chip. A couple weeks ago, maybe a month, I got a chip, and then before I could get over to Troy, we had a wet, cold morning, and I hit the defroster to clear the windshield, and guess what? Chased across. And now now i got to go see Troy for a windshield. There you go. But it's about four years since I had it replaced the last time. So you're it's good. real pitted anyway. Yeah, you're good. And then the last thing, real quick, I know you're coming up on a break. The cruise control in both my wife's 15 and my 11 works like brakes because I'll set it in the mountains coming down, say the speed limit's 45, and when it hits 48, it upshifts that transmission to hold me at that speed. Okay. So the transmission, well, let me, 
the transmission will downshift and the RPMs will come up to hold it at that nice. speed. So okay, I'm not good. riding my. I've not driven so too not many that'll do that. So good. The, good. Yeah. Nice. Have a good one, John. You too, John. Appreciate it. Eric, hang tight. We'll get you to the top of the hour. Kent, are you going to hang out or are you heading out, sir? I'm going to head out. One uh, thing quick to add about this adaptive cruise control. Yes. That uses the lane departure camera and the radar systems in the front of that car. So if you have problems, make sure you get them fixed yeah. correctly good or point. none of that works. Good point. Give your number really quick, Kent, for those that maybe want to see you up there. Okay, our number at the shop is 970-520-2525. Give us a call. We'd love to take care of you. Nice. Thanks, Kent. Appreciate it very much. Have a great time the rest of the afternoon, sir. And uh, Eric, hang tight. We'll come right back to you at the top of the hour. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.